Welcome to Wine, Spirits, and, and witches. witches. This is Monica. And this is Shauna, and we're your High Priestess for this evening. How you doing? I am okay. Okay, cool. It's, uh, it's a long week. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. I mean, it's not a bad week, it's just long. Um, yeah. I don't know why I'm so excited for the weekend. That will also be long. It will be. But, you will know, it's, it's, it's happening. Things are happening. Life. I'm slowly moving towards greatness. What that greatness is, I don't know, but I'm putting it out there. Okay. So there we have it. You keep going. Chugga chugga choo choo. Really good. I fucking hate trains. You know that? You do? Why? I don't know. Even when I was a kid, like Thomas the train engine and all that, you know, I just, I never cared. Hmm. No, I, I never cared about trains really either, but I did take a lot of trains living back east though, mm, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of yeah, used to did. them. Yeah. I mean, they're not my preferred method of transportation. They're better than buses. That's true. Well, one of our friends just took a train to Portland. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. And But I feel like since she and I had talked about it, my phone was like spying on me. And so now I'm getting all these weird videos and ads for trains. <laughs> but like I saw Hi. one where this dude took a train to Seattle. And like, I don't even know how long it took. Just to get from L.A. to Portland was 30 hours. Oh, hell. Yeah. I mean, we drove all the way to fucking the tip of the U.S. and back in less than that. Anyway, 30 hours. So I don't even know how much it would be to get to Seattle. But the ticket was $900. Oh, no, 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 no. So I'm not saying I, I shouldn't say that I hate trains, but I'm not. I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I don't, that has nothing to do with anything, but chugga chugga choo choo, how are you? I'm okay. I'm hanging in there. Yeah, that's it. Just hanging. Just hanging, yeah. Doing the royal hang, yep. I feel like that's the general consensus. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a sort of beer. A sort of beer. Root beer. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm like looking around. I'm like, what is she talking about? Yeah. Okay. I, um, I, uh, I just didn't get anything to drink tonight, so I'm okay. What, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a Sapporo. Okay. I like Sapporo. I and like it. That's good stuff. It's do you good. want one? I'm so rude. I should have asked. No, I don't want one because you know I wouldn't finish it. I don't want to waste it. This is true. It. You'll yeah. take like two sips and be done. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just, today felt like a good day to unwind with a beer. Yeah, you needed you know? it because you were yeah. really wound up before when I talked Man. to you. Man. It Man. Was, yeah, yeah. Don't rehash. It's in the past. No, nothing's wrong. I'm just, I'm doing this work, like, requirement thing that's just very long and very fucking stupid. That's and boring, all. to yeah, say the that's, least. Yeah, that's really what it is. It's so boring. But I'm almost done. By the time this airs, I'll be done. There it's you all go. It's good. Um, so tonight. We are going to finish our series on, on the crone. Yes, on the goddess well, and the third aspect of the goddess, mm-hmm. which is the crone. Which is the wise woman. There's a lot of names that she's called by the dark mother, the wise woman, the hag. Um, and she is definitely the goddess of wisdom and knowledge. That is for sure. You go to her when you need that 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 crone knowledge, that old knowledge. The sacred wisdom and that sacred, like... OG magic. She's also all about like completion. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also known because you did talk about like a couple of her names. She's also known in some traditions as the void. 
Oh, yeah. So she used the void, which kind of makes sense because it does. her moon phase is the dark moon. So it does. It just looks like this void in the sky. Right. right. Um, so she's pretty interesting. She really does have a lot to do with like just wisdom. Think about her just like the cosmic grandmother. Like she's seen it all. She's done it all. So she right. really does have all the wisdom. And I feel like there's a lot of her that kind of embodies different aspects of both the maiden and mother but then we're adding a touch of wisdom to it Mm -hmm. and I feel like she has a lot of the same in her own way she has a lot of the same like vigor and love of life that the maiden does but without the like abrasiveness and harshness Mm. because a lot of what they do has the same thing like one thing about the maiden was about like doling out punishments for when you've like disobeyed the cosmic laws and the the crone does that as well but where the maiden just does it because she's like hey you fucked up time for your spanking the crone is more like this is gonna hurt me more than it's gonna hurt you but it needs to happen so she's got that that softer side to her than the maiden does in Mm. that way right but i don't know if i always consider the crone to be soft no when i think of her I think of darkness, you know, the dark side of things. And even though it's not dark in the terms of not negative, but just dark, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, she's she's at, uh, well, is, do all crones stand at the crossroads? I'm not sure about that. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't it's, think so, but yeah. a lot of them do. And I think one of the reasons for that is when we look at the crone it's herself, it's there's an aspect here of death, mm-hmm. you know, yes. because when we look at maiden mother crone and the triple goddess, we are talking about Adrian and the life cycle. So she really does kind of stand at that crossroads as well between life and death. Yes, she does. So that's kind of why in a lot of ways she is in a sense like a gateway, mm-hmm. a gateway goddess. And that's why a lot of them are gatekeepers. Yes, And we do see that. Uh, And she does really stand for the death side of things and that ending, that completion. However, in her own way, she really does also talk about that rebirth too because we know that with each death, there is a rebirth. Right. So she really does, like, even though, like, she's bringing those endings and she can help us facilitate those endings, she does also already have us looking at what's anew and what else is there, like, ahead of her. Um, so she is about death and aging and because of that, of course, wisdom. And I feel like that's an interesting topic when we look at it because that's always kind of scary, right? When we look at those and like, you know, in movies and all this stuff, we hear about people needing to like repent for all the sins that they've had in their life, things like that, or even spirits that need to go and deal with all of their unfinished business. And to me, I feel like that's, that's shadow work. Mm-hmm. Definitely you know. shadow work for sure. And because she she rules through like darkness as well, she does um, really rule over shadow work because it's about like the darkness within ourselves. So when you're doing your shadow work or you want to do your shadow work, the crone is the aspect of the goddess that you are calling on and working on when you do that. And that's something to keep in mind as you move forward with that because there's so many different goddesses out there that are the crone and have that aspect and so you kind of have quite a significant amount to choose from that may resonate with you that you can work with when you're doing those things well we're just going to cover one tonight yeah but first what we're going to do is we're talking about a little bit more about our crone mother and what she can do for us um and what we can do for her 
so other things that she rules over is um, cursing and justice. So like, kind of, I guess it's kind of contradictory to what you said because you're like, oh, like she rules over the darkness, but not negative. But she can. Well, I meant the word darkness, not in in the sense of, um, you know dark magic or whatever but i mean i guess she could be covered in that as well for sure. right as you said that out of the corner of my eye over here something? oh yeah did you see it too no i heard it though okay i want maybe it was like a cat or something there was something funky yeah yeah something was going on i don't okay. know okay <laughs> anyway but cats ghosts whatever the fuck it was we're back right. um so yeah so <laughs> cursing because that that is kind of an aspect of that darkness it does go there but right. in that same hand we have um cursing we also have justice and yes. I just kind of want to throw like a, just a caution out there. I feel like sometimes we hear about people wanting justice spells, whether it's justice as in courtroom justice or justice as in whatever's going on for yourself. And um, careful because uh, what you've done in the dark will come to light too when you're doing those justice things. And if you're going to do a working for that, you definitely want to make sure that you know, you're on the right side of justice. Right, that's, exactly. That's what I'm going to say there because you got to be careful, especially when we're looking at working with the crone in that sense because she'll, she'll dole that shit out. No. You know? Oh, my goodness, yeah. Uh-uh. So since we're talking about also just the idea of her ruling over death, this also means that she rules over psychic abilities related to death, meaning mediumship. Mm, mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Um, and also our Akashic Records. Yes. And so if you wanted to learn how to dive into that a little bit more, that's also crone work. Yes. As is talking about reincarnation and our unconscious mind, as well as the art of prophecy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she is the wise woman and she has all that knowledge that she can bestow on us, you know? She does. And she also deals with karma. Oh. Kind of like how we talked about punishments, how she doles out punishments. Yeah. Karma, karma, justice, like, yeah, like yes. it all kind of comes together. Um, and she punishes us, but she does it with love and compassion and sadness. So just so you know, when she has to punish you, well, the maiden's more like, I don't give a fuck. You fucked up. The the crone, we make her sad when we fuck up. Yeah, because she figures by the time we, we come to her at that point or we're in that stage of our life, we should know better. You know, yeah. we do, we've done it. We've lived it. We've experimented we've we've perfected it whatever we should know better you know? how many times do you think that the the crone looks at you and is like god damn it monica again yeah like really <laughs> what, what's wrong with you bitch <laughs> yeah i'm so sorry i'm so sorry yeah <laughs> oops like like urkel did i do that that wasn't me was it oh i must have been insane i'll plead insanity yeah oops yeah yeah <laughs> right, right, right. Well, she does have some um, pretty cool symbols, and these are things that you should look out for just in your everyday life, in dreams, um, maybe in your next scrying session or something like that, just to kind of know, like, is she kind of, uh, is she coming up? Is she around? But also, these are things that you could put on an, an altar to her just to, like, as an offering and to pay homage. Right. Um, and that's any dark colors like black, dark blues, dark purples, lanterns, right? Torches, yes. Um, she's honored during Samhain and the winter solstice. I think all three aspects of them are honored during the the winter solstice, if I remember correctly. And I think that's because um, 
the god is born, and so it's like they all come together for that one. Right. Yes. Winter and late fall are her seasons, so anything to do with those seasons are things that like you could put on your altar, especially flowers, in um that are in season during that time. She rules over the night, and her sacred number is nine. And I think that's because nine is like a moon number. I think because it's divisible by three. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's it, that is her sacred number, which is kind of cool if you think about it. It's three cubed, so it's three times three, and it's a triple goddess. There like, you go. Hey. The, three, the power of three. There you go. Yeah. I went straight to Charmed, and you said that the power. Did you ever watch Charmed? No. <laughs> no, you know, I tried to watch it as a kid when it was out, and the acting was so terrible that it like got me mad. I was a strange child, uh-huh. Uh-huh. uh huh. So I actually rewatched it recently, like maybe in the last three years, and I was able to get through a considerable amount of it. Uh huh. The, the acting is still absolutely terrible. Yeah, yeah, that's no, not for me. But you always hear the power of three, so you know, right. yeah. <laughs> you made a, a kind of pop culture reference and I you did. didn't and I even, even know. know. How do you like that? Yeah. So um, there's a lot of different uh, magic that we can do with the crone. And okay. I was going to let you talk about that a little bit. Well, I feel like if you really are l- looking for anything, I think, okay, oh, well, I'm going to put this one out there. When someone is trying to cross over, you would call upon the crone to aid them in that crossing the veil. And you'd call upon the crone for that. I would also work with the crone for like if I needed to learn some knowledge or wisdom on something and be guided into that. Um, I would definitely do some crone magic with that. Um, like you said, anything with justice and uh, karma. You know, sometimes you just have to ask the crone for the for the karma to be seen. Would be sometimes it's nice to see karma uh, play out in front of you. And I've been lucky enough to see that a few times in my life. But most of the time, you don't see the karma. You know, it just happens and whatever. You have to just trust. Yeah. So I feel like, um, you know, she she aids us in our thoughts um, as we get older. And sometimes we just need that loving grandmother feeling around us that the maiden and the, and the mother just doesn't fulfill. So we go to the crone. And, you know, she has the answers, she has the knowledge, and she has the power to bestow that on us. So that's what I would do. That's kind of work I would do. What do you think? I like it. Um, Let me see here. We have some things written down about some of the other stuff that you can kind of do and work with uh, for crone magic. You know, and I'm sure some of you guys out there have this problem. You like the little jingles and shit on TikTok that get stuck in my head. So <laughs> as I'm flipping through this page trying to find the right page right now, I just hear doot, 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 doot. It's in <laughs> the my timer, head. The timer, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Okay, so um, some of the things that you can come and like kind of like more of like the practical things, like what, what are some of the more practical things that we can do with her um, magic wise and ask for assistance in our everyday life, uh, ending relationships, whether oh, they yeah. be oh, sure. relationships, friendships, jobs, any kind of connections because she is that completion. She is that end stage. Uh, menopause or coming to terms with aging, that's definitely something that we can work with her on. Similarly, coming to terms with death. Uh, whether that be getting over our fear of death or the death of our loved ones, our pets, things of that nature. Divorce. 
That's, That's a big an ending. one. That's mm-hmm. an ending one, yeah. Regrouping of energies that are needed at the end of a cycle of activity or a problem. There's definitely some shit going on here. What is happening? Okay, so we have been We've had hearing... some weird, little weird happenings here, but we're okay now. Yeah, we think. We think. We think until the next one, yeah. Until the, yeah, until the next one. As the... As the cookie crumbles, yeah. as the pizza pie melts, I don't know. <laughs> we'll come up with something for it, but yeah, all sorts of weird stuff happening. Yeah, you know what? I realize though, it's like even though we're a little early for it, but we're getting closer to Beltane. Yeah, which means we're getting closer to that thin veil that we get at Beltane and Samhain every year. Yeah, so yeah. I think some of that's been kind of popping up. Um, as I was saying, uh, regrouping of energy is needed at the end of a cycle of activity or a problem. So she helps you, what, like get your shit together, catch your breath, yeah. right? Yeah. Rest and calmness before making new goals and plans. I feel like that's kind of in line with that idea, again, that with death comes rebirth and right. we're already kind of planning that. Uh, retribution on rapists, murders, and abusers. Fuck Yeah. Yes. I like that. Uh, you can also ask her for assistance when it comes to harassment of any kind. Oh, nice. On the death of a person or pet of any animal or human, contemplation of the end of your own life cycle. We, we already kind of spoke about that. When moving from a dwelling place or job. Mm. When strong protection is needed from attacks on the physical or psychic levels or even annoyance by spirits. Oh, Whatever's in this house that's, that's, going that's on messing tonight. with us. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna call the crown on you. Yeah, we are. Hell we're going to yeah. tell grandma. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're going to call her. Uh, to understand the deepest of mysteries and developing trance or communication with guides or other spirits. So we can really see here when... We talked about some of the things that she does rule over, like endings and certain kinds of beginnings, uh, death, aging, and uh, spirit communication and mediumship. And I feel like that list was really cool because it gave us real world examples of all of those topics. So right. you can see where it can be very useful mm-hmm, and practical. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I dig it. And um a lot of times when you're going to work with her, we did talk about like her candles being like those darker Colors, shades. Yes. Yeah. So those are the candles that you're going to try and work with uh, as far as colors go. Um, if you must call upon her for protection or retribution, be sure that you're justified in your actions. If you're not, and this is something where, again, I'm just putting it out there that you really have to think on that because sometimes we get mad or we let our egos get in the way. This isn't a spirit that you want to call on or a deity that you want to work with when that's happening because your ego will 100,000% get you in trouble here. Yes. And that is something to just, you know, keep in mind. Uh, So who are some of the crone goddesses, huh? Well, let's see. A lot of times we do just see her known as the dark mother or dark goddess. Uh, Do, do, do. I'm trying to find Baba Yaga. That's definitely one. Uh, Baba Yaga. um, I have a bunch of names here that I can't pronounce, so I'm not even going to try, even though I'm sure you guys would like that. There is um, Scythian. The Greeks called her Gaia Artemis or Rhea Cronia. So she is considered, um, I guess, a crone, but... Mm -hmm. 
um, Gaia, we talked about her as mother. Yeah, you know, but I mean, get you a girl that can do both. We know that I don't particularly like love Gaia in in my own way. So there's that. Uh, Chaos is one of them as well. Kali. Mm -hmm. She's one of the I never I guess I never thought of which one of those faces Kali would kind of like fall into, Mm. you know, so Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of interesting as well. Nekin. I feel like I'm fucking talking about Pokemon and not saying this right <laughs> yeah. at all. So I am so sorry, guys. Toughnut, Sikmet, uh, Sekmet. Um, I'm trying to find some in here. I should have written a more like comprehensive list here. Sybil, Cersei. Yes. yes. Do you have Hecate? We're going to talk about her in a minute. So just hold on to your butts, guys. I'm just trying to see if there's any other ones that I can pronounce for you. Well, every path has a version version of the the mating crone. So Monica's like here. Like we're going to just speed this up. Monica, shut the or Shauna, shut the fuck up. Stop trying. (laughs) Um, Okay, the last one that I did want to talk about though is the Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. So she is definitely. But yeah, there's a million of them out there. Apparently, all with very like complex fucking names that I yeah that we can't um, say we don't want to mess it up at a loss for uh but I did want to talk about Hecate 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 you say Hecate I'd say Hecate mm-hmm. you know what when we put that video on Green Man's TikTok I uploaded it I said tomato tomato Hecate Hecate no we're, we're gonna just stick with that um so I I want I'm just gonna lightly touch on her and I say that because I feel like she absolutely very complex very complex a lot of people work with her and know different aspects of her and I really feel like she deserves her own episode her yes true. yeah so she just totally needs her own thing but um she she actually has origins dating all the way back to Egypt maybe even further Mm -hmm. so she's kind of just like really been around like forever and she's one of those those deities I don't want to call it a deity a spirit because I feel like it's a deity anyway um those spirits those deities that's really kind of been taken and really embodied in every tradition and don't get me wrong I feel like there's a lot that really kind of like translates like there's always like they always kind of have similarities but it's not like oh she's similar like it's her Mm -hmm. so she does just kind of show up and then we see her um, show up in Greece we see her show up in Rome and I feel yeah she's just kind of everywhere so she's been around and um, she's considered the queen of the witches yes Uh, she is the goddess of the underworld she is also the ruler of the three way crossroads of ghosts she's also the goddess of witchcraft and magic I mean I feel like that would be self explanatory Mm -hmm. considering that I just said she was the queen of the witches but just in case uh do, do, do. She's also the queen of the night and of poisons. Mm. Oh, that's kind of cool. And I just want to say, she's not just a crone. She is absolutely a triple goddess. And so you, there are um, paintings and statues and stuff where you see of like these three women, and one is holding a dagger, one's holding a key, and one's holding a torch. That is her in her three phases. Right. She's also um, the goddess of the crossroads. Mm-hmm. Right. Which we see all of that, like, if you look at that, you can see that crone correlation, though, just with everything Mm -hmm. we talked about with the crone. These things kind of make sense. 
Some of her symbols are owls, dogs, torches, athames, keys, uh, cypress, garlic, pomegranates, and almonds. A really easy thing that you can do for her, especially on Halloween or on like her, her feast day, is you can take a head of garlic to a three-way crossroads or to the gateway of a cemetery and leave it there for her. Mm-hmm. Opals are also sacred to her. Mm-hmm. I was just going to say, I'm like, she also really likes opals. Mm-hmm. Kate likes that bling. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember I used to like go to like these rituals that this working group had and a lot of them were like, they weren't all with Hecate, Hecate, but like a lot of them were and whenever they were, the dog would show up and sit like right at the entrance way. That's crazy. It was really That's cool. Crazy. Like, the, and if it was a different working, the dog's like, I'm gonna go inside. But for that, like, the dog right always there. showed up. Yeah, yeah it hounds. was really cool. Her hounds, mm-hmm. yes. So there's a lot of stories of Hecate, Hecate, mm-hmm. and you know, I really go back and forth and just call her both. I just I don't call her Hecate though. No, it's I've Hecate. heard Hecate, um, and like the one that really got Hecate. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, it's the thought that counts. Yeah. Like, if it works for you, like, I'm going to try really hard to, like, not get caught up, you In know? That, yeah. But, you know, anyway, like, try try and stick to Hecate, Hecate. Right. Whenever right. you see Monica, like, make sure you call her Hecate. No, Hecate, yeah, please. Thank sure, you. Like, and it's also at the May. Make sure that you do that whenever Monica's around. It's very important. <laughs> And I will correct you. That's all. <laughs> it keeps her on her toes. It's good for her. Uh, so we we see her pop up in a lot of lore. She's got a lot of her own stories. And I do want to say that she is considered a titan. Mm-hmm. And she is, I think, the only one. I think technically Aphrodite and like Venus is a titan as well. Mm-hmm. But um, she, she was there with the Olympians. Anyway, uh, he- Hecate Hecate is the only one that actually re like retained her position and her power and being a goddess when Zeus took over. He was the only one that she was like, all right, you're cool. Like I'll, I'll let you slide. Mm. So I thought that was cool, but it's cause she helped them. So she actually has a story where like, so the giants get, it was like this horde of like a hundred giants that came over like fucking the Olympians up. And she came in and she helped and like took out like the main one with her torches yeah. and killed him. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. And that's one of like her lesser known stories. I think the one that a lot of people do kind of know about her though is because we see this underworld correspondence with her and where that comes from is actually from her and Persephone. Mm-hmm. So yes. when... Hades slash Pluto stole Persephone and abducted her. Hecate didn't see it, but she heard it. So she had an idea of something going on. So Demeter starts wandering around the earth looking for her daughter. And she's like, where is she? So finally on the 10th day, Hecate slash Hecate came and she was like, I think I know where she is. I have an idea and told her. And in some variations, it says that she did see it. Uh, so she tells Demeter and so she actually helps Demeter go to the underworld and start looking for her and so when the negotiations started with everything for Persephone to kind of come back and they were brokering that deal like Hecate was there and saw it and in some art and depiction she's actually the one that led Persephone back out of the underworld mm-hmm. um, and in some it's Hermes actually 
And some it's Hermes that leads her out, but there is like the specific painting where it, it was um, Hermes stands aside and it's Hecate that leads her out. And she also um, would go back to the underworld with Persephone every year too and kind of like go back with her and so they became really tight and became friends and because of the help that she kind of lent through that whole process Hades welcomes her into the underworld and grants her passage so that she can come in and out as she pleases and she's it's like I think just like her and Persephone are basically like the only ones that can really do that mm-hmm. and so that's a little bit about about her that's the glimpse that I'm going to give you guys we'll definitely work on doing a full episode because again there's just she's really complex so that is absolutely the cliff notes mm-hmm. so. yeah that's uh that's what I got all right well we're gonna follow up with our uh crone meditation quick Monica think fast who's your shout out Oh, I know who my shout-out is. Oh, dang, I thought I was going to stump you. No, not today, because I had it in my brain. My shout-out is to Danielle. I just, she's one of our listeners, and I just did a session with her a couple of weeks ago. So, it was very nice meeting you over the phone, and this shout-out is for you, my dear. That's awesome. My shout-out is to Melissa. Um she's awesome we've been talking back and forth and I've done readings together and we actually had like a really funny chit chat where I invoked the philosophy of the great Tony Soprano (laughs) (laughs) as the great Tony Soprano says what are you gonna do so my shout out is to you Melissa and what are you gonna do there you go Thank you guys for tuning in. If you have any questions, stories, anything like that that you want to share, we want to do another Ask Astrega. Yes, we do. Please send in your send questions. Send in some stuff. Whitespiritsandwitches at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. We have a Facebook group that you can check out. If you don't answer the questions, I won't let you in. That's how I roll. So you have to answer the questions on Facebook. I promise it's not hard. And yeah. Okay, then. We'll see you guys soon. Merry meet. Merry part. And and merry meet meet again. again.